Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to an episode of Living Light Outdoors. On the mic with you from the truck. I am um, sitting in front of an elementary school, waiting to pick up a couple of grandsons, trying to help my daughter out with her school schedule and whatnot going on. So uh, sitting out here, it's rainy. I guess it's been snowing a little bit, but we're um, experiencing snowmageddon 2023, apparently. Uh, first snow of the year. And uh, had seen some big old flakes. It's just kind of wet right now. I want to share a message with you, though, while I've got the time. I know last night's message came in awfully late. I didn't get that recorded till about 10 o'clock, 10.30 last night. So I didn't share it out till this morning, but I did record it and put it on our Facebook last night. Um, so I want to hopefully get in a little bit earlier today and check you, uh, give you some, some things to check out this, this afternoon. What I want to share with you is titled Power and Passion. Power and Passion. I'd seen a phrase recently, and I don't really know where it came from, uh, maybe something I'd read, some, whatever. But the statement stated, the Holy Spirit symbolizes power, and the fire symbolizes our passion to use the power. And I really felt like that, that was solid and needed to be preached. The Holy Spirit symbolizes power. It is the power that raised Christ from the dead. The Holy Spirit is the power that, that filled the disciples in the upper room in Acts. The Holy Spirit is the power that gives us the boldness to go into all the world and preach the gospel. The Holy Spirit's the power that sets captives free, that breaks bondages, that breaks addictions. There's a power in, involved in the Holy Spirit. So when the Holy Spirit comes upon us, fills us, we're baptized in the Holy Spirit, it comes in a form of power, and then the fire. You remember right Acts chapter 2, the, the, where the, the, the description is where the disciples are all waiting in the upper room, and, and they hear the sound of a mighty rushing wind, and, and it fills the whole room, and then they see what what appears to be tongues of fire that set down upon each one of them. This fire symbolizes our passion to use the power of the Holy Spirit. I love that caption. I love the, 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 this symbolization of fire being, being literally to, to share our passion, to use the power of the Holy Spirit, to make it active, consumed by the holy fire of God's very presence, which burns away all our sin and purifies our hearts, uh, especially of those who are filled with his Holy Spirit. Now listen, I do believe that when you give your life to Christ, when you surrender your life to Christ, the Holy Spirit comes to reside in you at that time. You receive the Holy Spirit. But I also believe there is the infilling, the gifts of, the power of, the manifestation of the Holy Spirit that comes upon us, and we need to seek that power. We need to seek that infilling of the Holy Spirit. We need to seek all that God has for us. Matthew records Jesus' words concerning being baptized in spirit and in fire. John the Baptist came preaching repentance and baptizing in the wilderness of Judea, and he was sent as a, as a herald to announce the arrival of Jesus, the Son of God. It comes in Matthew chapter 3, verse 1 through 12. He announced, I indeed baptized with water under repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not even worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit 
and fire. It's Matthew 3.11. If you look at that in the Amplified, you know how I am, I like to use the Amplified. It says this, Matthew chapter 3, verse 11 and 12. As for me, this is John speaking, as for me, I baptize you with water because of your repentance. That is because you are willing to change your inner self, your old way of thinking, regret your sin, and live a changed life. But he, the Messiah, who is coming after me, is mightier, more powerful, more noble than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to remove, even as his slave. He will baptize you who truly repent with the Holy Spirit, and you who remain unrepentant with fire, judgment. Verse 12 says, his winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will thoroughly clear out his threshing floor, and he will gather his wheat, the believers, into his barn, his kingdom, but he will burn up the chaff, the unrepentant, with unquenchable fire. And after Jesus had risen from the dead, he instructed his apostles to wait for the promise of the Holy Spirit, which you have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. This is Acts chapter 1, verse 4 and 5. This promise was first fulfilled on the day of Pentecost in Acts 2, 1 through 4. And the baptism of the Spirit joins every believer to the body of Christ. How do we know this? Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 13. For by one Holy Spirit, we were all baptized into one body spiritually transformed, united together. Whether Jews or Greeks, Gentiles, slaves or free, we were all made to drink of one Holy Spirit, since the same Holy Spirit fills each life. But what about this baptism with fire? Some interpret the baptism of fire as referring to the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit was sent from the from heaven, and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. It's Acts chapter 2, verse 2 through 3. Now it's important to note here what that says. Not that these were tongues of, of fire, they were as of fire, not literal fire. So see how that says that? Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire. So it was the imagery of fire that they saw. Some believe that the baptism with fire refers to the Holy Spirit's office as the energizer of the believer's service and the purifier of evil within. Because of the exhortation, do not quench the spirit found in 1 Thessalonians 5.19. You command to the believers, the, the command to the believers is to not put out the spirit's fire by suppressing his ministry. So in other words, we're not to quench the Holy Spirit. We're not to, to dampen the, the fire of the Holy Spirit within us in, in, in a way of, of not allowing him to work as he intends to work, as he needs to work in us and through us. Move on here. Um, a, a third and more likely interpretation is that the baptism of, of fire refers to judgment. In all four gospel passages mentioned above, Mark and, and John speak of the baptism of the Holy Spirit, but only Matthew and Luke mention the baptism with fire. The immediate context of Matthew and Luke is judgment. So Matthew verse three or chapter three, verse seven through twelve, and Luke three, seven through seventeen. Now here's the last part of Matthew three eleven. He will baptize you who truly repent with the Holy Spirit, and you who remain unrepentant with fire 
judgment. So the context of Mark and John is not judgment, but being literally baptized with the Holy Spirit. Mark 1, 1 through 8, and John 1, 29 through 34 for reference. We know that the Lord Jesus is coming in flaming fire to judge those who do not know God. 2 Thessalonians 1, 3 through 10, John 5, 21 through 23, and Revelations 20 through 11 through 15. But we have, we, we have an opportunity to praise God that he will save all that will come and put their trust in him, all who will surrender to him, all who come before him in a humbleness of surrender. As we surrender completely to the Lord, the fire of his Holy Spirit fills our hearts, purifying us and giving us boldness and a burning desire to seek out that which is lost so that it may be found. Seek this infilling of his Holy Spirit continually and walk in the power with a passion to tell the whole world about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It comes with surrender. It comes with a hunger. It comes with a seeking of his power and his might. Continue to seek the Lord for an infilling of the Holy Spirit that gives you boldness, that, that purifies you on the inside out. If that's exactly what the infilling of the Holy Spirit is, is a, is a judgment, a purification, a burning away of the chaff in our hearts, let it be, Lord. Burn away anything that's unpleasing to you in my life. Burn away the chaff. Burn away the, the, the junk that's in my life. And let the Holy Spirit of God flow freely through us. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. I pray that God's moving in your spirit and in your life right now. I pray that he touches you beyond measure and that God moves in your heart according to his word. And he fills you completely with his fire and his Holy Spirit and his power that allows you to do the things that he has called you to do. We're all thankful for it. Thankful for you guys. We, Ron and I love you. We're praying for you. We're praying that the holy fire of God consumes you from the inside out. That, that there's nothing left inside of you but the burning passion for Jesus Christ. May God bless you this day. Uh, continue to support us if you can. If you're supporting us financially, we certainly appreciate that. We thank you for your outpouring of support and love. Pray for us, please, as we continue this journey together. May God bless you. We'll talk to you again real soon.